Hello, my sister friends. Welcome to the show. Today we have a special, special treat for you. I have a guest host. Susan Fleming is with us today. Susan is an internationally recognized co-author of the number one bestseller, Just Say No, 14 Transformational Keys to Set Healthy Boundaries in Business and Relationships. She's the founder and CEO of Heaven to Earth LLC, which equips leaders to multiply life without burning out in the process. As a business alignment therapist, Susan specializes in teaching burned-out leaders how to ditch the hustle and performance mentality to work from God's rest instead. Susan is a licensed mental health therapist and host of Kingdom Leadership on the Heaven to Earth YouTube channel. She's a highly sought-out speaker and artfully combines her knowledge of brain science and scripture to deliver a message that will inspire, entertain, and create positive change. I can't wait for you to listen to our conversation today. Um, I'm probably going to split it into two episodes, um, so tune in to today's episode and then catch us again on Friday for the second half. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Hello, Susan. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I've been listening to your content and your messaging, and I thought, boy, this is really going to resonate with my listeners when, you know, I talk with a lot of women that are just sort of on that high achieving, successful from the outside, wearing all the hats, trying to do all the things and sort of that performance based mindset, but seeking peace, really, (laughs) kind of seeking Mm -hmm. to have more time for themselves and their families and grow in relationship with the Lord, but struggling to figure out kind of how to get off that hamster wheel, if you will. So if before we get too far into it, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and who you serve? Yeah, so that's exactly who I serve. (laughs) (laughs) I think this episode will be a good one. Um, Yeah, just really that high achieving, overachieving woman, high performing. Um, My clients are typically either have already passed the point of burnout 
and are desperate and need help, or there may be a few steps back going, I know that's where I'm headed. So I'm going to try to, you know, cut that off and not go that deep into it. So, um, yeah, that's usually who I work with, um, business leaders, even those not, um, not even as high as like a CEO positions, right? But anybody that's in management or any type of leadership, we're all leading in some way, whether we have that title or not. So, exactly. yeah. yeah, so just um, equipping them with, um, with the tools to learn how to work from God's rest and in his peace and multiply their life without burning out in the process. Because I think so often we just think, well, if I want to multiply or I want to increase, then I've got to work more. Right. And God actually shows us a different way to work. And so it's not about working more hours. Um, so that's a, a little bit about what I do. Um, I'm in Georgia, if anybody catches the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I don't have an accent. I was going to say, usually I've been to Georgia and I was like, what did you just say? I went to the market and it took me a few tries to figure out they were saying tomatoes anyway, (laughs) but I was the one with the accent. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not as, I'm not as bad as some, but I've been in Georgia my whole life. So um, I'm married and, and got two teenage boys in the house. So y'all pray for me. (laughs) We're in that time of learning to drive and Oh yeah, you know, just a whole nother level of uh, what could possibly be stressful situations. So, <laughs> yeah, the worry doesn't get less as your kids get older. It's kind Mm-mm. of like you know. <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> so tell me about you. Actually, have a history as a um, you have a history as a therapist. You kind of combine neuroscience with kind of the biblical perspective. So tell me a little bit about your journey from, you know, high achieving performance driven mindset, kind of what brought you to where you are now, if you, if you would yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, I am a licensed therapist for some reason. I always forget to mention that part. <laughs> <laughs> you would think after all the years of schooling and training, I did, that would be <laughs> the first thing I say. <laughs> Um, but that just shows you like how far the Lord has led me out of that mentality, um, you know, still being able to use all those tools that I have. But it's just from a completely different perspective, because, you know, when you are working in partnership with the Lord, he's the source right. and everything else is a resource. And so it's like, I kind of forget I have this degree over here, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just been doing it so long. Um But yeah, I was in private practice for about five years when the Lord said, let's do something a little different. And, (laughs) um, you know, his timing is perfect. And and he moved me out of that uh, right before the pandemic hit. Oh, wow. So I had transitioned a couple months before everything shut down. So I was already, you know, completely online. And I was like, thank you, Lord, for that. (laughs) Right. Yeah, divine timing for sure. (laughs) Exactly. It definitely was. So um, I had just gotten to a place of, you know, when I started the online business, it was so very different. And it felt like I have to do well, I mean, I felt this before that, but it really intensified when I'm now solely dependent on me, right? Like there's nobody else I'm at my house by myself. Right. Like, you you got to do the thing, <laughs> you know? So 
it really in, um, intensified that feeling of, I have to do all the things. I have to produce results. I have to make this work. I have to get clients. I have to bring money in. Like there was so much added pressure to me, you know, and I just, I, I got to a point of just, I remember one day just kind of sliding off my bed and going, mm-hmm. Lord, I can't do this today. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. Like it was so bad on my health at that point. I was having migraines at least once a week, like mm-hmm. debilitating in bed, can't move kind of things. Um, just so many of the symptoms of burnout. And I right. didn't even realize that that's what it was. Right. You know, I think when we we are doing things, it's easy to attribute symptoms to other causes or other places Mm -hmm. until you start putting all those little pieces together and go, wait a minute, this is making a different picture than what I thought, you know? So it was all these little things where I was like, well, of course I'm tired. I, you know, I just started a business. Of course I'm tired. I'm working long hours. You know, of course I would have a headache. I've been stressed or I skipped lunch or whatever, you know? So just all those symptoms of burnout that I would just kind of dismiss or make excuses until I finally just got to that point of, I can't keep going like this. Mm-hmm. And, and the Lord said, do you want to know a different way? And I'm like, well, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so he just, just gently as he does, just invited me into a different kind of relationship because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was performing for him yes. instead of partnering with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I was still carrying everything on my shoulders, thinking I had to do all the things. And he's like, but when you do it with me, it's on my shoulders. Right. I do the things. I produce the results. I'm responsible for you. And for me, that was like, I, I have no grid for that. Like, I, right. I don't know what to do with that. I've never in my life not been responsible for me. You know, right. like I was the kid that was taking care of everybody else in the house. Yes. And, you know, so it had been lifelong um, training. Just, <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So that was just how he really just invited me into that is I just had to come to the end of me and say, help, I can't do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Isn't that sad that so often it takes complete mm exhaustion to finally just surrender that it's like okay instead of it being the first place we turn it's sort of like the okay I'm too tired to do this anymore now you can take the wheel you know Mm -hmm. yeah we do that so often and I think like you said it's training we've been trained to do that I think especially as women we're taught that we have to do, if you're going to work outside the home, you still have to do all the things in the home too. Yes. And there's this double duty put on you of like, if you're going to be, you know, a career woman, you still have to be wife and mom. Like nothing falls off because you're going to work. No. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I feel like we get like double pressure of, I have to do all the things. Yes. And we're not really taught to delegate or ask for help or assign responsibilities to other people in the house. Right. Right. So we feel guilty if we try, you know, if we mm -hmm. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like we're a failure if we can't, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. Keep the dusting up all on her own. <laughs> yeah. So many feelings of guilt and shame. Like you're some kind of failure because you can't do everything. Right. We weren't made to do everything. No. You know, and we're not told that. <laughs> we're told <laughs> no. to do all, everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We're flooded with messages that tell us. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. just supposed to. And we we're the managers of our household, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to the kids. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I gave up yeah. trying sort of <laughs> trying to help my husband understand, like, all the things that even just in your mind as a, a mother and a wife, you're working out and managing and balancing and taking yeah. care of that just, you know, magically they, I think they think elves just show up in the middle of the night and work yeah. this stuff out. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's something that's so funny you say that, but I just, yeah, that's something I've tried to explain to my husband as well. Like my brain is constantly going. Yeah. And I don't think men's brains do that no. at all. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's no thinking about what comes next. It's just here I am right now. What do I do right now? You know, and yeah. we're, we're the ones planning everybody's schedule and how to get everybody everywhere and do all the things. And it's just, it's not sustainable. No. And that's the sad thing. Like I really saw this, you know, I've talked about on the show too, that COVID like leading through and since COVID has been like nothing I've ever experienced as a leader and just the level and prevalence of what I believe is burnout. You know, I work in the healthcare industry. So, you know, we didn't get to shut down. We were kind of showing up even more than we ever had to and doing weird things we've never had to do before. But just what I've seen in leaders, just that really those symptoms of burnout, just sort of the exhaustion and the disengagement, like you can't you almost, you cannot figure out how to get your energy for it back, you know? So it's, if only we would have saw it coming, like you said, where you have some women that feel like they're on the verge and they want to, you know, change their trajectory before they get there. Because once you get there, it's like, oh my gosh, it feels like a pit you can't get out of. Yeah. Yeah. Even before that though, the women who, who see it, it's still such a hard thing or at least in their mind, they think it's going to be a really hard thing to make that turnaround. Right. So I think some of us, even when we do recognize there's a problem, we just push through it and we keep going and because we think it's going to be too hard to do something different. Yes. You know, and in our brains are are wired to stay in the familiar, Right. right? So it's so hard to make that initial choice to say, I'm not going to do this anymore and then enforce it with the people around you, right? Because they're expecting you yes. to continue in all the roles you've been taking on. Yeah. So that's a whole nother dynamic of things. Yeah, the setting of boundaries, it seems, at least for me, the people that are the closest to me in most cases are the ones that are the most, the hardest to set the boundaries with because you've you've trained them to expect something different of you and now like wait well wait what where's this voice that you're now using that you didn't use yeah. before <laughs> yeah so tell me about how what what happened and how did you learn to do it differently with God you know what did 
what did God bring to you and teach you and show you that you're now able to live out yeah a partnership versus performance-based way of being yeah um so he connected me with someone that was already living that way mm. and I just saw in her something so different you know something that I had never seen before. And I'm like, I don't know what you got going on, but I need to know what you're doing Right? (laughs) because she was just constantly just even and peaceful and lovely and just, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) What are those people that you want to like, I just want to punch you. Right. Like the kumbaya. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, that's not real life. What's really wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to believe that that that's really her like 24 seven. That's, that's how she lives. And just after spending time with her and seeing that she really meant it. That's really how she lives. And she started explaining the process that the Lord took her through. And I was like, well, you gotta, you gotta do that for me. Like, (laughs) I need that. I need that. Let's do that. (laughs) Um, so it was really just so beautiful that just, it was so, so basic and so simple that it's hard to believe it actually works. Mm -hmm. Um, But she just started with the first thing we're going to do is learn to receive from the Lord. Yes. Because we don't know how to receive. No, just be. Yeah. 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 Just Mm -hmm. be just being with him Mm -hmm. without expectation. Right. He's not putting expectation on you. You're not putting any on him. You're not going with questions. There may not even be talking like you're just going to sit for as long as you can in quiet with God. And let me tell you, I lasted about 10 seconds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that first time was a literal, maybe 10 seconds. And she didn't say like to ask him any questions or it just, just, just sit be, there. Just, be. just, just let him love you. Mm-hmm. Because what she saw in me was that I didn't really trust God. Right. Right. Like I'm trying to do all the things because I'm not trusting him to do it. Yes. And she said, you will only trust him to the degree that you actually believe he loves you. Yes. How much do you believe he really loves you? And I was like, I don't think he even likes me. <laughs> like, oh, you're you so know? lovely. <laughs> right. I know we do that. <laughs> Just be real. Like, you know, I grew up in church and I'd always heard God loves you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yes. But when it came down to it and I had to really just sit there with him, I was like, I was scared to death and it just so opened my eyes. I didn't trust him. I didn't think he loved me. I didn't think he liked me. It was super scary to be that vulnerable. Right. And, and so it was in in those 10 seconds, it was the intensity of like a freight train. Wow. (laughs) It was a lot. And I I warn people of that before I take them through this exercise, but because it can be, you know, depending on where you're at in that scale of love and trust and relationship, it can be super scary. Mm -hmm. So I sat there with him. I did, I did the 10 seconds and then I was, you know, opened my eyes and was like, Ooh, that was crazy. And, (laughs) and then I did it again. Right. And I just kept doing it and kept just trying to sit there longer and longer, just increasing the time as much as I could and not even really watching the clock. It wasn't about 
the amount of time. It was just that being able to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, I had so many yeah. past hurts and, and traumas and abandonment things from my past that I just, I didn't trust God. I just did right. not. <laughs> so it it just took time of building up, you know, that, that ability to just be with him, mm-hmm. right? Like not listening to worship music. I'm not reading my Bible. I'm right. not asking any questions. I'm just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And that first day, because I was doing it over and over and over, because I was like, I'm determined, right? You know, that achievement yeah. mindset yes. kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> and I was determined to do the thing. So I kept doing it. And um, in one of the, the times, one of the encounters, he came to me. And Jesus took me back to my wedding day. Mm. And it was him standing there. Oh my, wow. I get emotional every time. And it's been, year, this was years ago. Um, but he was standing there instead of, you know, my earthly husband. Jesus was there and he said, will you let me be your husband? Oh, wow. And I mean, of course you say yes. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know really what I'm agreeing to, but I'm in, I'm in like that moment just changed so much for me Mm -hmm. that I was able, after that, I was able to spend more time with him and be there longer and just, just enjoy him, Mm -hmm. you know, like he's so fun and he's so adventurous and like, he wants to go and do things with you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who would say, oh, you're imagining things, (laughs) but, um, but when you feel it, you feel it like, yeah, yeah. 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 The encounter is so real. Like, I just, I believe it's true. And so Mm -hmm. it just, just, doing that over and over, you start building that relationship and building that trust. And he, um, he took me back into, you know, memories that were painful. Mm. And I realized that I had been accusing him of not being there with me. Oh, wow. And so he took me back into these memories and showed me where he was. Oh, wow. And that, I mean, you know, like I'm a therapist and I had already been in, in therapy on both sides for yeah, like, right. you know, for like 20 years mm-hmm. and, and therapy had never done anything close to what happened in that moment that he just said, I was there with you, mm-hmm. you know, I never left you. It healed parts of me that I didn't even know needed healing yeah. things. I thought I had already, you know, moved on from and yeah, it was just this growing of relationship and him showing me like you've been performing your whole life. You know, yes. you thought that that's what earned you love and that's what earned approval, but you don't have to do anything for me. Yeah. Like if right. you if you never do, I feel like this is for somebody. If you never do anything for God ever again for the rest of your life. He still loves you. Yes. He still loves you just as intensely and fiercely as he does in this moment when you've done all the things. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Right. You know, it doesn't change what you're doing, the behaviors, the actions, the performance. It doesn't change how he feels about you ever. Right. And that's really just what, what he started showing me and building this relationship was that I didn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. I just needed to be, you know, just being with him, being who he created me to be. He started Mm -hmm. showing me really my true identity and who he had made me to be in different dimensions of myself that I had no idea were there. Um, And just different times in my life where, um, you know, he had been speaking to me and I didn't know it was him. I mean, that was just, that's really cool to go back through (laughs) different memories where I would just have a knowing of things and I would speak things to people and they'd be like, Mm. they'd think I was, you know, giving me the look. Yeah. You would take me back to that and be like, that was me. That was me. I was telling you that. (laughs) Right. So it's just been such a beautiful journey of getting to know him and getting to know myself. And what does that look like to be in partnership where we're doing things together and, you know, knowing that him and I together are this unique expression in the earth and there's not another one like it. No. You know, like we have to participate in this with him. He doesn't want robots He doesn't want servants. You know, he wants us to be part of the process. He wants to do things with us. So there's been, I know I just threw a lot at you, but there's been so much. No, it's beautiful. Like I just get all excited listening because what, when you feel that presence, when it's, when it's like, when you finally feel, truly feel that presence, you want to like, shout it from the mountaintops you know you want to tell everybody you know like yeah it's so hard to explain or like you said or teach someone you just know when you know that this is unlike anything you will ever feel in the world from Mm. achieving our material goods or you know and we get it backwards so much thinking I was just talking with one of my colleagues the other day who has struggled to walk with the heart knowledge you know like you said We've grown up in the church. We've always heard and we've known God loves us and Jesus loves us. And we're, you know, we're saved as kids. But for me, I just actually gave a message on this. Making the 12-inch journey from here, my head to my heart, took me the better part of 49 years to actually, like, feel and walk with that, what that really means. And the freedom that comes that's so inexplicable I mean yeah yeah Mm. it's just it's hard to explain but you just want every single person to feel that and Mm. experience it and you never ever 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 want to go back to not feeling it you know yeah yeah it almost becomes terrifying because I like I know my patterns in history of you know having periods in my life where usually it's been you know kind of some You know, I've had three things that were major, like 10 years ago, I got diagnosed with breast cancer when my daughter graduated from high school for whatever, that was really hard. And then COVID and leading through COVID work. So it was kind of these big things that, oh, poof, 
Tanya, you don't have control. And now desperately I'm seeking the Lord. And then you feel when you finally surrender and you feel that peace and that presence. I also know that I, you know, have periods of getting complacent and getting more distant. And this time I feel like I just don't ever want to do that. I don't want to make that mistake again. I want to live with, live in the freedom that comes with walking in the spirit sorry that was a lot of words but when you <laughs> no, said all that, that I'm just, I just like could feel the energy I get so excited because yeah. I, I know what you're saying and I just want more of it and I yeah. want more people to feel that okay folks sorry to disappoint you but you're just gonna have to come back and join us for the rest of our conversation on Friday I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power, that is at work within us. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.